Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Broadcasting live from the ESPN 690 and Atari Levine Studios. This is Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690 with Brent Martineau and Austin Lane. Hey, an hour to go here on a Thursday. Jaguars All Access coming up Fox 30 tonight at 7 o'clock. I'll be over there at the stadium. Uh, we also have our Athlete of the Week to vote for. Just had, uh, just spoke with Carson Murray's mom. He's one of our uh, nominees, uh, West Nassau football player, asking when the vote closes, which uh, we're going to put on that website. We probably should. But 6 o'clock on Fridays, ESPN690.com. Get involved. Have some fun with it. We'll share more about their stories uh, tomorrow here on the show. And also tomorrow night, we reveal the winner on the Blitz Scoreboard Show. And you can vote often. Get some school pride. Go a little passion. Rally around your fellow student. Have some fun with it like we did last week Come on, on the ESPN 690 Athlete of the Week. Brought to you by Honda of the Avenues. Again, we'll have a big night of Friday football. And thankfully, we can, in the Action Sports Index Department, all be on the sidelines shooting high school football games oh, this great. week. Better than last week when we Welcome back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm sure the, the kids appreciate that too, man. Come on. Yeah. I mean, we can yeah. get to more games than we could last week uh, due to a little quarantine situation. Yeah. But uh, welcome back here on the show, Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690 Live, local loud coming up uh, in a bit. The wall that says it all coming up right now. Hey, Kuz, you know, well, Kuz is running around. Kuz, are you, are you, did you catch your breath yet? I'm good to go. Because what, you know, this one thing I realized. We had Davis Love on a little bit ago. Uh, we're, we're talking Kylo Murray and FSU football and Jags and all this stuff. We got everything going on. And I forgot all about uh, we're going to give away another gift card to Donato's Pizza. We only gave away one. We'll get another. All right. Are you okay? I'm seeing. No, we're fine. I've seen the pictures for the first time. And then I like I'm on every one of these pictures. Oh, are you on yeah. it? Okay, I, I haven't Stuart. looked at those yet. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, Stuart, put you on all the pictures yeah, yeah, for the wall yeah. that says it all. I pull my arms. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah this is yeah. not a shirtless photo. That's a different story <laughs> for another day. Yeah, you hear about that? You got it. You're on again. Can, can I bring that up right now or not? I mean, is that, is that, sure, you can. can I bring that's fine. Yeah, we're right. part of it, so. Yeah, I don't want to like. Yeah, whatever. Okay. Oh, who cares? We ruffle feathers. We don't care. Oh, right. let's, let's ruffle away. Uh, yeah. So you know, I'm doing the thing with uh, Mark K for the 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 Texas Hold'em thing for for K's kids. The ho yeah. ho Hold'em poker. The tournament. ho ho Hold'em poker tournament. It's a great cause, man. I'm glad to help out helping out the kids. Come on, man. Uh, of course, I'm going to do that. But uh, last year, when they they used my picture to you know, because obviously there's a bunch of celebrities, and I said that with a very loose term. But a bunch of celebrities, and last year it was Austin Lane, MMA fighter, and the picture was me with my shirt off. This year, you know, Mark took it upon himself to ask me, hey, do you have a picture that you want me to use for for the poster, you know, for the promotion? I'm like, you know what? I think Marcel Robinson took a great one of us when we were doing our anniversary show. I'm kind of like looking off in the distance with the microphone in my hand. Like, yeah. It's a great I saw that shot. picture. It was yeah. a good shot. Yeah. So I said that to Mark. Mark was like, yeah, it's going to be okay. Sounds good. All right. Great. Well... 
the, the, the new poster comes out. Josh Scobie's in it. You know, he's wearing his football uniform. Kuz is in it. Kuz looking extra cool with his hat on backwards, rocking some shades. I still don't know why distance. I'm not supposed to do that. But now all of a sudden it's Austin Lane, ESPN 690, which is cool. You, you kind of put the radio show on there. And it's the same damn picture <laughs> with my shirt off. You know what that's called? What's up? You didn't want to change the other one out. I guess not, well, man. You know, oh, yeah. I you know, know exactly what happened. In is you go, oh, wait, I was supposed to post that today, and yeah. then realize you didn't update or change whatever, and I mean, you just went with the old one. Listen, I'm, help, I'm happy to help out the kids, like, obviously, and I love playing poker, especially against coups. Like, you know, we have a little budding r- r- rivalry going on right now. But the fact that when you look on this poster, and it's supposed to be for a good cause and charity, and you see Austin Lane ESPN 690, and it's a picture with my shirt off, Brent, you should be concerned about this, too. This is hurting the whole brand. I just think it's a major flex, man. Nobody else is doing that. But I, I never asked for this, though. That's fine. Okay. It doesn't matter. That's even better. I mean, but I'm going to tell everybody you did. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen. Oh, I uh, swore. Everybody's, everybody that I night, swore for the first time on the show. Everybody that night would be like, dude, why do you have me pick? Oh. Austin asked for that. Yeah, that's that's what he wanted. He wanted to try to. We had uh, one of him sitting on the couch factor. during the year anniversary, but he I asked mean, we had to be picture ready to go, and he's like, "No, no, don't use that one." No, no, no. Oh, it's just off the goods. Uh, it's, it's, it's get him. It's get him in the building. Come on, man. <laughs> Whatever. You gotta. Whatever. You gotta. You gotta. Hey, listen. I gotta what? This goes back to communication. It's not your picture with your shirt off, so you don't care. No. So you. So you, it's hard for you to relate right now. Thankfully. <laughs> By the way, we forgot to do that today. We should have done the Justin Herbert picture thing. Everybody's doing it. What's that? Well, everybody's like, like the, your worst haircut ever. Oh yeah, yeah, right? yeah, 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 oh. yeah. I, I didn't even know that was a thing. Oh I yeah, it's all on. It's, well, it was yesterday. I don't yeah. know if it's a, has it already run its course. Maybe Probably. it has. It's, yeah, it's, it's old news, bro. Already old news. Yeah. So, so now, and, and be honest, and we talked about it a little bit yesterday. Were you a little self conscious when you found out that Justin Herbert has the same haircut as you? <laughs> Be honest. <laughs> my, uh, I am not self conscious about my haircut at all. <laughs> no, I'm just so, kidding, man. You know you got a great set of hair. Uh, no, it, it ain't no John Bachman, go, but I was gonna go good. to the bowl cut. <laughs> you, a, you had a bowl cut oh, growing up. Time, yeah. You didn't have a bowl cut. Absolutely, that was in. Isn't that crazy? Like those, that was in. Like kids had that, and it's like that's cool. I was that kid. I think I might have had one of those. Listen, like did the kid like a you know the uh, what's what's cereal? Uh, Life cereal? Yeah, Mikey. Mikey. Mm-hmm. Mikey likes it. Yeah. Mikey did, he had a bowl the, did he have a bowl cut? I think he had a bowl like cut. The, the original Mikey, not like... I think there were a couple of renditions of Mikey. Okay. Oh, no, because Mikey grew up. Yeah, I mean, I hope so. <laughs> yeah, what happened to Mikey? Um, Yeah, that's something to look up. Original Mikey real quick. I feel like uh, he had a bowl. like a bowl cut. No? No, it just kind of looks like long hair. Okay. Like, got, aggressively long for a child to have like that much I'm hair. I'm trying to think. Oh, wow. Like, I don't remember yeah, other that's people not a bowl having cut. a bowl cut other than me. Well, was this even a kid? Or just like this is like a Benjamin Button thing here. Look at how old this kid looks. Like, look at that full head of hair. Oh uh, yeah, dang. Yeah, yeah that, he did have a full head. Of hair. Yeah. Mikey likes it. Mikey likes it. By the way, life cereal. That was a good horrible. campaign. Great campaign. Bad cereal. Horrible cereal. What? Yeah. Did they still the make cinnamon ones? No, see, it was the original. Okay, yeah, okay. yeah. Dude, there wasn't cinnamon everything yeah, you, back then. Yeah, you put cinnamon <laughs> on anything, it's gonna be good. Cinnamon and sugar. Come well, on. I don't need the sugar part. I just want the cinnamon part. Yeah, but you put cinnamon on anything, it's gonna be better than the original. Yeah, the original life cereal. Because I remember, I watched, the, I saw the commercial during my Saturday morning cartoons. I'm like, whoa, I'm in. Let's yeah. go. And I don't even had a toy in the box either. Then <laughs> you got it, and you realized Mikey was a psychopath, yeah. well, like, like the like, most plain cereal. Like, what, like, what do you, what do you want? Cause I, I'm gonna feel better about myself because I'm like. Eight years old, and uh, I got a good thing of carbs in me? No. Where's the toy, and where's the flavor? Mikey likes it. Yeah. What's worse, life or Chex 
uh, rice checks. Oh, rice you know checks. What? Isn't that what it was called? They're, they're, yeah, those rice checks. Um, I'm going life. Because with rice checks, I used to always put uh, sugar on it, and then yeah. we're good to go. Rice checks, by the way, like supposed to be um, like on the cover. I think rice checks had blueberries in it all the time. Yeah, yeah. So like, yeah. if you put fruit in your cereal, <laughs> you're okay. Like I was, I, I put bananas in my Me too, man, yeah. like not rice checks, whatever. I don't know what yep. cereal, like Cheerios or I don't yep. even think I did it with Cheerios, but whatever plain cereal that you would yep. have. Absolutely. You throw some bananas in there to make it all better. For sure. And I put sugar in everything as well. Raisin bran, a little extra sugar little, there. A scoop, a little, 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 little extra dab, you <laughs> yeah. know what I'm saying? A little, a little extra, sprinkle. A little sprinkle of sugar, a little, little uh, <laughs> Chef Bay or whatever they call that guy. Uh, yeah, all right. Salt, uh, salt Bay, sorry. Let's get, Way off. Let's get to Hey, we've been talking about the Waltzes at yeah, all today. What do you want to do? Uh, you know, Mikey. All right, Kuz, go in Mikey and bring up that uh, first slide here with my picture on it. Shout out to Stuart Weber for uh, getting this. Stuff going today, too. So, Brent, let's be honest, man. You want to do Kyler Murray today, and I, I, had, I had to talk you off it, man. Yeah, I mean, well, we did something with Devon Hamilton the uh, we few have. weeks ago. We have. But that's okay. Like, well, Jags, you know what? W- 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 I guess when you're playing this good, you can go you can go back-to-back weeks, Devon Hamilton. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. Because we are. We didn't even do one last yeah. week. Yep. All right. We, yeah, we didn't. No, we were really milking it in. We were quarantined. Yep. And I want to make people's jobs harder than they already are. So with that being said, Brent, boom, slide number one. We're playing in Green Bay right now, the frozen tundra Lambeau Field. And let's be honest the, the, honest here. This is another Devon Hamilton highlighted wall that says it all. Hamilton's big right now. It's a big musical. Have you seen it? <laughs> I have not. Me, me neither. <laughs> I, I, have, I have no plans to see it either. But screw the Hamilton the musical. Exactly. We got, we got Devon. Hamilton right here. Yeah. Rapping and politics. No, come on, man. Hamilton playing a nose technique, getting sacks. That's what I'm into. It's the most so exciting young nose technique in the game. You better believe it. Might be like one of the only ones really in the game that's young. But with that being said, let's get into it right now. So once again, we have essentially Brent. We have a kind of the standard defense that you've seen in the past couple of years from the Jacksonville Jaguars and Todd Wash's scheme, right? You have Dwayne Smoot playing an opposite end right now. But here's – and listen, this is going to be a positive breakdown here, but I have to go negative right off the bat. And it's not anybody's fault. It's just the scheme's fault, but it drives me absolute, absolutely crazy and drives me up a wall when I see things like this. Josh Allen right here playing left defensive end. Where is he shaded? I guess, I mean, where is he lined up on? Let's just say it like that. Josh Allen. What number is he? He's number 41. He's on the left side. but I can't. So he's on that left side. He's on the tight end. Yep. Now, what do you notice about Josh Allen's stance right here? And this is nothing new. Like, this is how the defense works. But I'm just trying to make a point a here. Three-point stance, and he's squared yeah. up on the tight end. You said it. He's squared up on the tight end. Right? So, right now, this is... Listen, Josh... Way, I do know what number Josh Allen is. <laughs> I, just, I, I was on his show. Is, I couldn't see number no, 41. I gotcha. I, I should have been a little more clear. Listen, this is what drives me crazy, though, um, uh, about this scheme, about this defense right now. Whatever happened, whether there was a motion or something like that, Dwayne Smoot's supposed to be the big end, right? He, he's the bigger guy. One think, well, he's the big end. Well, Josh Allen right now is playing the big end position and Smoot is on the opposite side and when you play the big end position it puts you in a squared stance because you're essentially trying to stop the run first on the way to the quarterback so right now I see Josh Allen who let's be honest last year in terms of sack production one of the best rookies to ever do it um, I see that guy right now playing in a run stance 
I see that guy right now just saying, you know what? I got to stop this run first, and then hopefully I can get back into the pass game later if it indeed is a pass. But getting well, Aaron Rodgers is not priority here. Exactly. And you can tell it from his stance. That's why I've been so adamant about switching this up a little bit, going with a wide nine, pinning your ears back, getting in that track stance, and just letting loose. Right? Because, listen, Josh Allen's a lot of things. But I think one of the best you know attributes that he has is obviously his speed and athleticism. You take that away a little bit when you have to have this squared stance because now you're putting him behind the eight ball a little bit and you're setting him up for failure. So that's just a little caveat there before we get into the good stuff. Okay? So we see it. It's the basic formation. Um, it could be run. It could be pass. Coos. Let's go to slide number two. Hey, Kuz, while you're over there, too, I'm getting a little bit of a complex. I see Austin, like, all over the screen, and I'm, like, shoved off, and you see my right arm. <laughs> Probably for the best. I mean, maybe. Probably but. for the best. Yeah, I'll fix it. Yeah. <laughs> you, hey, you just tell us when you're ready, man. I can do this no, all you're day. you're good, Austin. You're good. You can start. Uh, are we on slide number two, though? Yes. I mean... Uh, on top of Brent's ego right now and me being in every one of these pictures. Okay, slide number two, and here's me with my arms crossed, looking good. So slide number two, Brent, well, it's a pass, right? Uh, Josh Allen gets into his pass rush. Now let's focus on the task at hand, and that's the, the man that they call Hamilton, all right? What we have here is we have a little twist game, all right? Um, Brent, I'm going to take you behind the curtain real quick, and I'm going to take you a little defensive line 101. I'm about to school you right now in terms of uh, pass rush games. I appreciate If that. you will. Brent, if you ever see a guy on the defensive line go like this, and I'm, I'm holding up the hook of horns. horns, that means tax. It means tackle end, right? So the tackle's going to go first, and the end follows behind him. If you see guy, a guy go like this, like uh, I'm kind of like putting my thumb like I'm a hitchhiker, that means that it's an exit game. That right. means what? And first, tackle second. If you see a guy go like this, and I'm rubbing my belly right now, that's a Tom game. Now, once again. No idea what Tom is. I don't know where Tom came from, okay, because it's tackle, sure. Not sure where the O and the N fit in this whole thing, but it's football, okay? We're not rocket what scientists. What if you do this? Ah, uh, that's just more impressive. Tell the people what you're doing because they're listening in their car. Yes, true. Uh, hit your head <laughs> and rub your belly. You just look weird. That's all that is. With that being said, though, this is a Tom game, right? Have this we is switched a- the screen because my screen hasn't changed? Oh. I'm having so much trouble with the camera getting on you. I know. I'm like, what am I doing? I was- See, I'm just going off the slides. Are we good? I mean, this is supposed to be a great day. You're you're, you're sitting here telling me like, hey, yeah, they're passing. I'm like, nope, the screen hasn't changed. Cool, we we switched over? It's good. It's good. Are you sure? (laughs) promise. It's good. Okay. So it's the pass. So we're Tex and Tom. No, no, it's exit and, and exit. text. Yeah, yeah. But, but this is a Tom game, which means tackle first and no second. Listen, Taven Bryan, obviously people have had their opinions about him, right? And he's pretty, hey, he's had a rough season. Doug Marone tied the wagon to him. Um, and for lack of a better word, Doug Marone was probably wrong with that kind of decision um, to have Taven Bryan be the guy going if forward. If I'm Taven Bryan, by the way, I show this image to everybody, all my critics, and say, yeah. how am I supposed to do anything when I got two guys on well, me? Well, this is the point, though, right? Taven Bryan right now took a bullet for this defensive line. Right, because it's on him to attract the center's attention. And the reason why he wants to attract the center's attention is because Devon Hamilton is going to go around him. Mm-hmm. Right? And that's exactly what Taven Bryan does here. He takes two. Now, keep in mind, this play does not happen. This second Aaron Rodgers does not happen if it's not for Taven Bryan. Yeah. Okay? So, so let's go and give Taven Bryan his props here. He takes two, and he, he does great. Now, with that being said, you also need to, and we always say, run the loop. 
Mm-hmm. You have to run a tight loop. Uh, you have to run a tight loop here because keep in mind, if you get um, distance or if you get width on this loop from Devon Hamilton, well, riders can see that and you and then the center can recover and it's not going to be good, right? Devon Hamilton does a fantastic job and listen, one of the most cliche things you can hear for a, a pass rusher, but hip bend. Devon Hamilton has great hip bend here, right? Because he runs the circle, he runs the loop, and he stays tight to the fight. He stays tight to Dave and Brian. Um, he stays tight to the center. He works the move, and boom, it's there for the taking. Now, you still have to finish. This is still Aaron Rodgers. You're still a nose tackle, Devon Hamilton. And by the way, you wear number 52. So just take that for what you want. But let's see what happens here in slide number three. You got a quick first step. So let's see what happens in slide number three. And it sounds like he'd be able to run the bases pretty well in baseball. You better believe it, man. He's got go. a good tight loop. Hey, Jumble Shimp, you paying attention to this? <laughs> All right, we got slide number three. Yes. Yeah, yes, like we have it. Or it yes, is here. Yes, to, no, it's here. Is it here? <laughs> I see Aaron Rodgers on his back. And, and, and I see me again as well. You see me too? I see you. You yeah. haven't moved. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my hands are crossed. <laughs> yep, so you don't talk with your hands. So, what do so, I do with my hands? So, so listen, Aaron Rodgers is on his back now, yes. But keep in mind, you see De- Devon Hamilton here with that cheetah tackle, right? Imagine you're watching like a National Geographic and you see a cheetah in the wild <laughs> and he's going after the gazelle. And listen, man, that that cheetah, he's got to feed it. His family, right? Uh, it's hot in the in the Sahara. I'm sure that's a, that's the thing, right? That's where cheetahs come from. Sure, it all sounds right. Yeah. I'm not making this up. Cheetahs and Kyle Moore. Yeah, Kyle Moore. exactly. Yeah. And right now, Aaron Rodgers, well, he's a gazelle, Brent. You know why? Because he's a, he's a very mobile guy. Now he's an old gazelle, right? But he's still a gazelle nonetheless. But Devon Hamilton, a classic cheetah tackle, wraps up, spins, and takes Aaron Rodgers down. This is a nose tackle, by the way, and I can't stress this enough. It's one thing if it's a defensive end chasing Aaron Rodgers down, even maybe a three technique. There's a lot of athletic three techniques out there. What up to Aaron Donald? But this is a nose technique, right? This is a guy that's essentially brought in to stop the run. This is a guy that's supposed to be brought in to obviously take on double teams. This guy has been active in the pass rush game as well. And obviously he showcased it here with an exclamation point on the sack of Aaron Rodgers. So we talked about Devine Hamilton before a little bit in terms of causing chaos in the backfield, right? Using that great first step, um, you know, using that hand balance and just causing absolute disruption in the backfield. But now we're seeing Devon Hamilton where he is a little savvy. He is a little crafty in terms of rushing the passer. And he is, I think, a little more athletic than we give him credit for in terms of bending that corner and finishing the play. You know, what's interesting here is uh, we did this a lot last year when the Jags' offensive line wasn't very good. But yeah. the part I like is I see two offensive linemen facing the other way. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which means they're looking exactly. behind them well, at either stuff they whiffed yeah. or they got turned around. Well, now, listen, and now, let's give Dwayne Smoot some credit, too, as well, because Dwayne Smoot was coming um, On the outside, yes. with some bad intentions as well. You know, And, and one could say And that. I think he's playing well. Dwayne Smoot's playing well as well. One, one more thing, though. Uh, Josh Allen, series at right now? Yeah, he never rushed the passer. You know why? Now, maybe you'd say it was a quarterback spy. It wasn't. You know why he didn't rush the passer? No. Because his stance, man. Oh. Like, it, it just never set him up for success. Because, mm-hmm. once again, he's stopping the run first. I mean, like, he was rushing the passer here. It's just the fact that his job dictates that, all right, you got to block the tight end first, analyze the run, and then go so to your pass rush. So what would you have liked to see him if, you, if that first frame they were, he was squared up? So you'd cross outside. his face? Go, go, no, just go to the outside. Oh, just outside. Go okay. to the outside. Yeah. Hmm. So do you think that's on him, or is that is he no, listening that, to no, what that, he's coached? That's a scheme, brother. Oh, like, this is nothing new. This is the big end technique. Yeah, it is what it is. You know.
It just so happens here for whatever reason, whether it was a motion or the formation where Smoot should have been in that position in the first place, but for whatever reason, Smoot's on the opposite side, and then you have Josh Allen playing the big defensive end. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I got one more thought on Devon Hamilton because now he's we've set a record, and he's, we've gone to the wall with number 52 twice, I the think, The power of positivity, weeks. Brent. So did the Jags... First of all, I think he got a big break, and with all due respect to Avery Jones, Avery Jones got dinged up more yeah. reps, I believe, for Devon Hamilton, and now we're seeing Devon Hamilton. That's a good break for him to get mm-hmm. more reps, but also a good break for everybody to see, hey, this is what you have in this guy. And so then I always wonder, it's like, okay, this guy's doing this in the last three games. Why weren't they playing him more? Yeah. Did they not see? I mean, it, it just questions sometimes, like, are they just not playing him more because he's a rookie? Or they want to make him earn it? Or yeah. did they not see it in practice? Or is he just coming on now that it's the middle of the sure. season? You know, I mean, I think it, with, with Avery Jones, like, Avery Jones has always been kind of like that dependable guy. Now, he doesn't get his name in the spotlight a lot because, well, you play nose tackle. Yeah. Right? And I think a lot of nose tackles, that falls under a little bit. But anytime you have a guy who's a little more dynamic, a little more athletic, it seems like, who can get after the quarterback in these games... Well, then you have something special. You have something rare. And I think Devon Hamilton can definitely be that. I have two big questions around the NBA draft. I want to get to those. Uh, there was big news in the MMA as well i got to ask you about. Oh, yeah. Right? Yep. Uh, so we'll get to that. I see you, Brent. Yeah. How much homework did you do today? <laughs> a lot of homework. Dang. A lot of homework today. Respect. Apparently, cheetahs are found in the in-between between the Sahara I mean, and the Savannah. I said Sahara. That's fine. Yeah, but in between, not actually you in said it. one of the words. Sahara is fine. Hey, listen. <laughs> no, our no, fo- no. Our 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 affiliate ESPN six ninety Arizona will appreciate yeah. Turn the desert talk real quick. Listen, they're in the Sahara. Don't stay between the Sahara and no. Like they're in the Sahara as well. I can't hear you. And neither can the folks at home. No, your mic's not on. Transition area between the Sahara in the north and the savanna in the south. I guarantee. One point in history, there was a cheetah in the Sahara Desert. Or in the jungle, whatever. The Sahara is something. De- desert. Yeah. It's a desert, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of room in between S- tr- Sahara Desert and Savannah, Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back on ESPN 690. Brent Martineau. But we could really take this show off the rails if we wanted to go all, like, half politics, half sports. Austin Lane. I mean, have you been on Twitter lately? That's, do you would you want a hundred thousand extra hundred thousand dollars? Do you want a scholarship? Let's go politics. <laughs> when we get back here. Action Sports Jacks on ESPN six ninety. Yeah, I mean uh, the study this week, you know, really diving in and, and making sure that we're watching the tape that they've that they've put out there this year and making sure we're prepared as we can be. Obviously, you know, they get paid to game plan too. They're going to bring some stuff and and. Uh, Try to try to get home, and uh, you know we'll just have to be ready, have to adjust, have to prepare, and and uh, be ready for whatever looks they give us. That is Jake Luton going up against the Pittsburgh Steelers. I think I thought this and didn't say it, so I'll say it now. Jake Luton sitting there in Washington when he's sixty-five years old. Yeah, talking to the grandkids. Sure, and saying. You know, my first three games were against Deshaun Watson, Aaron Rodgers, and Big Ben Roethlisberger. <laughs> my second game was in Lambeau Field. Yeah. My third game was against Pittsburgh Steelers, who were undefeated. Yep. Welcome to the NFL. Yep. <laughs> Welcome to the NFL, young man. That's yeah, a pretty cool point. point. I didn't think about it like that, but yeah, that's crazy. Uh, I have a thought or two on the NBA draft. Why don't second-round draft picks make it big 
Well, you said you did some. I mean, once again, the amount of homework that you've done today—it's just—it's—it's it's unreal. Did you, did you do some homework of the second round NBA picks? No, I that, did. Yeah, um, yeah. And and I'm going to give you, I think, the biggest name of the second round picks. And this is all time or currently? Like currently? Well, I did like the last decade. Okay. All right, I'm not going to go. Wait, wait. Is back. it is it the Joker? It is. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Good work there. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I, I watched the playoffs. They talked about that. Would you? Put oh, they did. Yeah. Um, <laughs> would you? What put they Ginobili thought that he was in the him? second round. You mean? Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. I'm sorry, Coos? Would you put Ginobili over him? I think he's technically, or he was a second round. Well, I might not have gone back that far. I think I went back to like 2011. Oh, okay. So like the last decade. I think like him I'm and Marcus Gasol are the two to... like more recent ones that they talk about a lot. I'm trying to think of anybody else that. See, this is the game we can play. Gilbert Name Arenas. The... Yeah, but I mean, he's old though. Like yeah. you're talking about guys who are in the league right now, right, Brent? Mo- yeah, I mean, I would uh, say what's... yeah. I think all these guys are. I'll tell you who else is. Okay. Uh, here's what my, what I did, and this might be not the most fair way to do it, but I just said, hey, give me somebody like to something oh. to jump out at me. Give me someone that's that's averaging more than ten. That's in double digits. Just I got another one. Malcolm Brogdon from the Pacers because yes. the Bucks drafted him. Brogdon's another big one. Mm. Two for two. Um, um, that's all I got. I think. Let's hear it. Uh, it's it's not much. I mean, I'm gonna go. <laughs> I'll go through. Paul Millsap, but he's not that big name-wise anymore. He wouldn't have been. At least he's not from a point total in double digits then. I don't think he was on my list. No, not this year. When he was playing for the Hawks, though, he was big time. Uh, Devontae Graham. Mm. Um, the uh, Chris Middleton is on this list. Wait, from the bo- he was second-round pick? Dang. Draymond I'm Green? Slacking. Oh, yeah, Draymond Green? Are you just looking at last year's numbers? I'm looking at, like I said, the last... Uh, Let's see. I, I've got a points per game. I'm assuming it's in their career. How did I miss Draymond Green? Yeah, but Draymond, you got to put Draymond Green. Like that's impressive. He's, yeah, he's doing. He's probably aver- averaging close to double digits in terms of rebounds and points. Yeah, yeah I mean Draymond also. Green would certainly fit. No doubt about it. Listen, I'm not saying there have been none. Mm-hmm. I'm just telling you there haven't. There's not like wow. Mm-hmm. I can go find you in other sports second round picks. I could make a Super Bowl winning team with. Sure. I don't know if you can get an NBA but there's also championship seven team. rounds in, in the NFL draft. Okay, but I'm saying just the second round. I yeah, mean, I if you, you just stopped it after two rounds, yeah, I would say in baseball, mm-hmm. in football. Mm-hmm. I don't know hockey well enough probably to, to say that. but uh, I, ho- Hockey's kind of weird, to tell you the truth, but yeah, go on. But is it? I, I'm just kind of trying to figure out why. Like, is, is the scouting that good? Do you know what you have? In the first round, I mean, I would actually say you could probably look at the back end of first rounds, like 20th pick on, and mm-hmm. it's probably a big-time crapshoot in the NBA. Sure. I mean, it's the lottery pick or bust. Yeah. It feels like. And, yeah. and again, there are exceptions, no doubt about it. Yeah. But it's just a, an odd thing that you only have two rounds. Mm-hmm. So you're telling me the top 64 players come out every year, and player 33 to 64, he's going to be a role player. He's going to be yeah. an okay player. And once in a while, you're going to get the joker. Mm-hmm. But not very often you're going to get the Joker. No, for sure. Kyle Corver's another one, I believe, too, as well. Now he was probably goes ten points. Yeah, back to way my back. before 2011. No, no, sure. So, so listen, like Dylan Brooks is one right now on here that I've got. Oh, he's good. Yeah, yeah. But again, and, and, my, my, he's averaging like 14 again. Is he from Oregon? Oregon, yes. Yeah, I believe he's on. I mean, is he still on the Grizzlies, or did they end up trading him? Like ESPN 690 NBA. Like, my let's research. Go. <laughs> go ahead. Anyways. 
Brogdon is definitely one of them. I know. But you, you get, like, if you flip through this, you'll get one every year. Yeah. But here's the thing. No, I got you. But but here's the fact, though, Brent. It's not like the NFL um, or really even Major League Baseball where it's like, listen, if – I guess take Major League Baseball out of it. Go back to the NFL. Like, if you're a second-round pick in the NFL or a third-round pick, like, there's a lot of positions that you can you can play, right? Like, in the NBA, listen, if you're not a starter – you probably not going to be averaging more than 10 points a game. Like, you're going to be on the bench, right? So, I mean, there's only so many positions that you can go on a court. And especially, like, if you're a second-round pick, well, that probably means that you're not starting quality right off the get-go, so you're going to be on the bench. And if you're on the bench, you're not going to be scoring a lot. So it's just it's a different sport. Yeah, Josh Richardson's on here. You know, um, Great player. You know, by the way, uh, Chandler Parsons is a good, you know, <laughs> yeah. had, had a good career. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Overachieved. Now, the, the Mavericks gave up a little, a little bit too much for him, but, yeah, I got you. So, again, I'm not telling you there are all bad players here. Uh, Joker at 17 points a game, though, is near the top of the list. As you should oh. As if it goes back the last decade. Not off, not outside of that, obviously, Dennis Rodman. Oh, yeah, again. You Another go, one that. I yeah. didn't go that far back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we've been born yet? He was 90. I'm <laughs> no, 86. No, Did, you weren't. I wasn't even I was born not, yet. No. I wasn't even born yet. Did you look up something that says, like, the, the best second rounders? Yeah, I can this look it up. This is literally too. just, like, the top, I guess, however many here. Yeah. We got Trevor Ariza. Jeff Horner. Bogdanovich, by the way, is technically a second rounder. Oh, yeah. Buxer is home of the second rounders. Carlos Boozer. Well, Bucks Boozer. Don't. <laughs> Marie yeah, Bucks are, yeah, the Bucks <laughs> the, trade, the trade fell through, right? Yeah, they got him, right? No. They, 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 what? Who? Bogdanovich? I thought they got him, yeah, because yeah, they ended up getting uh, Drew Holiday and Bogdanovich. Yeah. Oh, I thought they said, I thought I saw yesterday that trade was not happening. What? Well, I'd have to check on that. That was right, That's actually on. a big piece for them, if not. Yeah, well, let's just, hang on. Yeah, well, double check me on that, but I thought well, I saw I'm, bottom I'm, line. I'm going to triple check you on that real quick. Sign trade deal for, oh, it's in flux. Oh, okay. What do you got to put such bad vibes on the Milwaukee Bucks now? What happened? <laughs> what do you mean? It's in flux. I mean, is it happening or not? Yeah, but like you speak it into existence. It probably wasn't even a thing until you said something. <laughs> this, the article <laughs> came out 30 seconds ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> According to Brent Martin. <laughs> Hassan, yeah, NBA expert. Hassan Whiteside, by the way, another second round. Well, I mean, you, you, you can go ahead and talk about him. I'm looking up this deal. What's going uh, on? We got there? Kevin from Chicago on. Uh, let's get him out. He wants to talk a little bit about uh, your Kyler Murray cards uh, playing tonight against Seattle. My Kyler Murray cards. I like the sound uh, of that. Yeah. What's up, Kevin? How you doing, man? What's up, guys? Yes. Um, Kyler Murray versus Russell Wilson. I got to say, people are talking about this, talking about huge games, huge implications. But I got to say, they're playing for second best. The Los Angeles Rams are going to win this the division. I feel like they're a step ahead of both teams. Um, so I feel like the winner of this is going to play for second best. I just think people are ready to count out the Rams after they did on Miami loss. And I said, hold on. Give um, They're saying Jared Goff is trash and this and that. I think he's a solid quarterback. He could, um, he's already proven he's a Super Bowl. He can make it a Super Bowl. And I think Russell Wilson may be – I just don't know if he's going to keep it up. Do you think he's on his last leg? Do you think he's – um? I don't think he's got too many elite years left. I think we're, we're going to start seeing the kind of the decline, not rapid decline, but slight decline. And I feel like Kyler Murray just not there yet, but next year he'll he'll make the jump. I just don't think um, they're going to be able to compete with their Los Angeles Rams. What do you guys think about that? All right, thanks, uh-huh. man. I appreciate it. Uh, interesting with the Rams being there. And I, I still... Well, 
I'm not sold on the the Rams' defense is good, but I'm still not sold on their offense. It's too inconsistent in my opinion. But but here's the thing though, and, and he brings up. I mean, listen, these are some talking points that need to be justified though here because keep in mind, who has the best defense out of that group? The Cardinals, the Rams, Rams. or the Seahawks? Rams. Right now, the quarterback obviously it's not even close. But who has the experience so far? I mean, I guess who's been in the Super Bowl the last? Who has the experience? Yeah, yeah, they've done it. Yeah. Um, you know, I think with Jared Goff, listen, and, and I'm going to say this, and I, I know it's going to be uh, uh, offending if you ever heard this show. It, it would offend him, but he's a system quarterback. All right? You are. You, you're a system quarterback. Now, you, you play in a pretty badass system, so congratulations. It's, yeah. it's, a, it's a pretty good system. Um I still think, though, the firepower of the Cardinals and the Seahawks might be a little too much. But. Well, it's interesting. It's like, I feel like McVay makes golf go. The one of thing course. that we've talked a lot about Murray is I don't feel like Kingsbury makes Murray go. Although, as we said with Jason Fitz the other day, he's probably not getting enough credit for that because Murray feels like he's doing so much almost on his own, off schedule, uh, you know, with his legs, mm-hmm. all that stuff. Though the last part, I don't think Russell Wilson's on nearly, like, on his way downhill. Like, this is not... Russell Wilson is 32 years old. Yeah. Russell Wilson is going to play like this, in my opinion, for the next four years. Yeah. You know, and maybe beyond. Remember, quarterbacks do that. Russell, Russell Wilson's in the prime of his career, like right now, from a quarterback standpoint. I think the quarterbacks have shown that from age, maybe you give them 28, 29 years old. But when you hit 30, it's not over. It's just really taken off. I mean, look at some of the quarterbacks that have played where they hit another level at that age. I really think Russell Wilson's in that no, right now. I think, I mean, honestly, I think he can probably even get better because right now this Seahawks offense, obviously it runs through Russell Wilson, but their run game, what do they got? Right? I mean, it's kind of been a story for the past three or four years. Keep in mind, last year they brought in Marshawn Lynch, who was retired for a year, right? They've had, they've been snake bitten at the back position, at the running back position, if you will. And I think when you have that, well, then you, you become one-dimensional. Now, that that dimension of offense in terms of passing the ball, well, it's good right now. We got DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett, but you got a tight end position where you got Hollister and an old Greg Olson. Like, eh, it's kind of shaky. And you got, literally got two good receivers, and still Russell Wilson's making it happen. Now, yeah, obviously he's got his legs as well, but I think once they actually establish the run game and they get a consistent running back who can stay healthy – well, then you got something for you know years and years and years to come in terms of offensive production. But I do think with, with the Rams, and I've been very adamant about this. When we had, and I can't remember her name, um, the the lady that called from um, the Rams, like the the, oh, the yeah, porter. The, the and I, I, porter yeah. It's my bad. I'll have to look her up. But um, you know, and I asked her like, "Hey, Hard Knocks. The first thing they opened up with the Los Angeles Rams and Hard Knocks, like it was Sean McVay, and what did he scream out? He screamed 12 personnel.'" Now to the you know to the casual viewer that means nothing, but to me it meant everything because twelve personnel means you use two tight ends. You hardly ever saw Sean McVay use two tight ends his first couple years in L.A. You just didn't see it. All you saw was the bunch formation and the trips formations. Well, this year it, it's the it's the offense of twelve personnel, right? And they're running the ball a little more. And I think in terms of the ability to adapt um, and then the the ability to evolve yourself a little bit. Well, maybe no one's done that better than Sean McVay. So I'm not going to count out the Rams, and I get where you're coming from, Brent, because let's be honest, if you're a Jaguars fan, you want to see the Rams lose. But when you have Aaron Donald, you have Jalen Ramsey, and you have the adaptability of Sean McVay, Crazier things have happened. Yeah, uh, it'll be. That's a wild, wild west, right? It now. is a wild west. <laughs> uh, it's a, it's a good west. I'd still be stunned if the Rams came out of it. 
Well, let me ask you this, though. Could all three teams go to the playoffs, you think? I mean, it's pretty... Uh, let me look uh, real quick at the standings just to... I don't look at the NFC very often. Actually, when it comes to playoffs, I don't look at anything in it very often. <laughs> Welcome to Jacksonville. We, we've had no need to. Let's see. I mean, all teams are six Got and pop-up right ads now. all over the place, so I can there tell you, you that. Not those kind. Got those, uh, uh, <laughs> by the way, NFL Network. I mean, NFL.com. Yeah. Who does this? Have you ever read standings where the West is on top? Uh, like, I've never read. Here's what it goes. It goes NFC East. Yeah. Oh, here we NFC go again. NFC North, here's NFC the, South, and here's NFC the privilege. West. Here's the entitlement from Brent Martin. I'm serious. I, 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 like, we've been over this. You have to go east to west. Well, and not I only get that, it. it's alphabetical. Yeah, but when you read a book, you go left to right. But this is top to bottom. <laughs> We're all over the place. <laughs> We're in the fourth dimension I've right now. I've never seen this. Like, I mean, I've never seen the about? NFC West. We look at the NFC West on top of the NFC East in the standings. Oh, I got you. I've never seen it done yeah. like that. Yeah. Is that because they wanted to get the most clicks right now because it, it's 636363? I don't know. It's the Kyle Murray effect. <laughs> yeah. Once again, though, my question, Brent, can three of those teams go to the playoffs? Uh, there's one from the NFC East that's going to go. There's two from the South, so that's three. There's one, the Packers, that's four. Mm-hmm. Guaranteed. So five, six, seven, absolutely, yeah. yeah. Right now they're they're – they're in control of that destiny. Yeah. And they're up by a game and a half, uh, two games over the Vikings, game and a half over the Chicago Bears. Sure. So uh, unless somebody else makes a great run, mm-hmm. right now they're looking like they all will make the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, but, again, Minnesota's playing better football right now, so keep an eye on that and whoever yeah. finishes third in that division. Mm-hmm. There's still time because they're going to beat each other up a bit. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, I, I think, you know, Russell Wilson – it's funny. Russell Wilson plays I really not great the last two weeks. Yeah. And all of a sudden, we're like, okay, he's out of the running. Guy's never received an MVP vote. As great as he's played, it's like, he's out of the running. Right. Well, he's got a chance to take that mantle back tonight. I understand they have deficiencies. I don't think they're winning the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. The defense is too porous. The run game's not enough. But Russell Wilson's incredible. You know, I, I was just looking at a stat for Russell Wilson because this caller uh, brought it up and, and said, so I'm looking at his stats. I'm like, wait a minute now. Nah, he's only 32. He's fine. Like, we're not on the decline. Uh, yeah. Russell Wilson, again, is going to be an MVP candidate, I believe, for the next four or five years. But what's interesting, the number that, that pops out to me is the amount of sacks he's taken in, the, in his career. Okay. And I wonder how much, because he does run around a little bit. Sure. Right, he'll extend play. So, how much is that on him, and how much of that is most recently lack of running game? Mm. And there have been times over the last handful of years where his offensive line has not been good at all, mm. and he's already on pace to have probably another forty something sacks. Uh, I'll have to do a little research, but it's probably hard to consistently get sacked forty plus times a year and put up the numbers that Russell Wilson has put up. Absolutely, and never miss a game. Knock on wood. Yeah. It's pretty incredible what he's done, uh, and and there's been so many different reincarnations of the Seattle Seahawks, mm-hmm. and and he's been getting better through every single one of those remakes well, of, of the Seahawks. Well, without a doubt, you know, and through each reincarnation, he had to become the man even more and even more to the point where they paid him like it, right? They they made him the highest paid quarterback in the NFL, and guess what? That decision seems to be paying off right now because he's playing like it, at least, you know, a, a top three quarterback. 
and now the fact that they, they provided weapons around him and DK Metcalf and, and guys like that. Um, yeah, I don't think Russ Wilson's going to be going anywhere as long as he can stay healthy. Bigger star right now. And you got to answer this with your goggles off. Okay. Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray Kyler or Murray. DK Metcalf? Say, hey, say no more. You said it, Kyler Murray. Next Who's question. Bigger star right now. Well, do you mean like more? Kyler Murray or DK you Metcalf? Bigger, you mean like shredded? Because, you know. No. Yeah. I think I think it's Kyler because Who's, of the position he plays. Welcome. Welcome to the club. Welcome to the bandwagon. I mean, think about how much go, during go, a broadcast. Go ahead and say DK Metcalf. Go no, ahead. but yeah, think about how much during a broadcast they're going to talk about Kyler Murray over yeah. DK Metcalf. Thank you very much. Yeah, go ahead and tell me DK Metcalf. I, I can't wait to hear this one. Let's hear it. What do you got? No, I, I don't know. If, I don't know the answer, but I can't also get a fair response from you. So this is useless. Okay. Well, uh, who gave you a fair response? Well, you, you might be right. But, I'm not saying you're wrong, but DK Metcalf's got like this front page story like all over ESPN on him too. Huh, till John Kyle Ramsey hasn't down. done that. Yeah, uh, you know, Metcalf, John Ramsey. Metcalf continues to wow. Again, I do think it's a weird deal, right? Mm. It, I almost, if I had asked this question last week before Murray and the Hail Mary. Oh, Brent. Yeah. Right, and they were playing on Sunday, and I asked this question because Metcalf didn't have a great game against the Rams. Yeah. I wonder what. You'd say. Like, I, I wonder where it's been. Metcalf has been, like, just the, the talk of the league this year. Yeah, but, Brent, you got to come from a fantasy perspective as well because not everyone's playing for a consolation prize I've right now like you are. I've right? both of them in my other league. But I'm saying, team. hey, the most important position is the quarterback, and I think right now Kyle Murray's number one overall in terms of fantasy production at the quarterback position. The what? Uh, what? I mean, I mean, I mean. Listen, you, you can't have it both ways. Either you're on the, the bandwagon or you're off it. Either we're gonna talk about the wallet says it all on Kyler Murray and you're gonna be for it, or you're gonna hate on Kyler Murray and say DK Metcalf's more popular. Which one are, is it? They are currently breaking down Kyler Murray's offense Tom from Cruz. last week on TV. Tom of course, they are. yeah. Do you see DK but again, Metcalf he's there? coming off this game, that game, right? I mean, it was that game. By the way, it was against Buffalo too. It was a big game. Josh yeah. Allen and, and the way it was won, mm-hmm. you know. Um, it, like I, I heard, I think it was, was it Lewis Riddick? We had some sound on one of the updates and it's like, well, they're just clicking on all cylinders right now. And my thought came through, they needed a Hail Mary to win. Yeah. I mean, uh, at home, they needed a Hail Mary to win. I mean, are they clicking on all cylinders or are we just so absorbed right now team, by Brent. the one play? It's a good Bills team, Brent. You know, it's a good Bills team. We get shaded so easily. Cool. I mean, would you stay in a lane? I'm just are we being real. With Kyler Murray, or are we not on Kyler Murray? Here's what's going to happen, okay? Oh, hit me with tonight, it. right? Yes. Tomorrow we come in, mm-hmm. and the next week, yeah. all the way through Thanksgiving. Yeah. Guess who's guess who we're talking about? Who? Wilson. Russell Wilson. Oh yeah. Well, I'm gonna tell you right now. Guess you, who we're talking about? Russell you Wilson. Better you better pray. Made, everybody's made no, a bet for wait, the last two weeks. That, but that goes back to the DK Metcalf thing. You better. Curry, pr- Murray is over that because even if the Seahawks win, it's not going to be on DK. It's going to be well, on Wilson. It could. We talked about him chasing down a player for four weeks. Yeah. Mm, goodness. We, we talked about him playing a game of tag. I forgot all about in that. the NFL in a game. I forgot for all about that. I forgot all about that. That's that's minor. They've We're done game winners. Sciences. You better it. pray it's going to be like wind gusts and heavy storms. Because if Kyler Murray comes out and throws for like four touchdowns and wins against Russell Wilson, I'm going to be, and I'm going to tell you right now, spoiler alert for tomorrow, I'm going to be insufferable tomorrow. As long as it's don't under 20 points total. Hey, that's not going to happen either. But listen to me, Brett. Don't show up tomorrow. If the Cardinals win and Kyler Murray looks good, I'm not telling you. I'm threatening you. Don't show up tomorrow. <laughs> Just that don't lose do all access tonight, Fox 30, 7 o'clock, live local lot up there, next. Though, for sure. Don't threaten them. <laughs> 
Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.